Well, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Super Review Show's Mixed Band coming to you live once again from the J Cave. I am joined by my good man, Bill Murphy. What's going on, folks? Why do I always feel like I am left out every time? And we are joined by our fabulous thumbnail creator herself and men and much more as well. Allie is back and she's here once again. What's going on, Allie? Nothing really. I never congratulations to the class of 2023. Back, JT. She never leaves. She never leaves. She's become such a huge part of us here at the Superview Show. She's become become our like our stable, one of our our Mount Rushmores. Yeah, Justin's also a stable, but like I said, he's on hiatus for a bit. He'll be back. He'll be back, as King George III says in Hamilton. He'll be back. And as Arnold Schwarzenegger will say. Oh, absolutely. Can we just say, I can't believe it's already summer. I know. Today is today, June 21st, when we're recording this. June 21st. In this year of our Lord, 2023. Is the first day of summer in 2023. Who's you know going to join me some for? summer caroling? You, you know what that calls for? What is it called for? <laughs> applause. Applause, everyone. I'm so glad. Um, but and So tonight's show, it was Bill's idea. Allie came out. Allie helped out, helped out a lot with this, truthfully. Um, here's the lowdown, everyone. So as most of you may or may not know, or are living under a rock, it's graduation season here in the U.S. And our, as we come to a close... Yes, ring out the bells and start and start, you know, celebrate good times. Come on, all right. Um, we're here to do we shoot off the fireworks. Not yet, Bill. Not no, yet. I do not cause a power outage up here. We get oh one god. every summer and it sucks. Oh my god. Or toys. No, I'm not allowed to be near anything sharp, blood, or things that have fire power. No blood, no sweat, no tears, and no fires. Yes, exactly. Um, no, but tonight's show is actually. Uh, our graduation special for the class of 2023. So what this is going to entail is that we're going to reminisce about movies and you know, movies and other in our high school graduation and the years that we graduated high school or in some cases college. And we're going to talk about those uh, those scenarios at hand as well. Uh, and, I, and just before we get going, I'd like to dedicate this episode tonight to my incredible sister who is graduating high school this year in our in our Lord 2023. Uh, my sister Emma is graduating high school. Yes, bravo! A round of applause. Uh, she's probably not watching or listening, but that's okay. Um, and she, she's come a long way, and we're happy that she's uh, out the door. No, I'm just kidding. But seriously, congratulations! Congratulations, you did it, Emma. Yes, yes. She and did. I'm not going to say where Allie, but she's going to our alma mater. Don't say where, but she's going to our alma mater. She has a nice scholarship to uh, you know where, Allie. So there you go. The home of the Hawks. Yes, we won't say any more though. But yes, we won't say any more. But yes, she's going to the Hawks. Let's put it that way. Um, anywho, anyways, who would like to go first tonight? I think Bill should go first since we're going to go backwards and go 2012. Oh, my okay. goodness. I'm, just remember, folks, I'm old. Um, <laughs> and this is my daily reminder that next year I'm going to be 30. Um, oh it's all good. Comment below if you want to do a 30th birthday celebration with Bill. Hey, we, we got about eight months to think about that, so. We do. Uh, okay. Coming soon, March 2024, Bill's 30th birthday celebration. Um, I know. But anyway. Which movie do you want to start with? Okay. We are going to start with 
Okay, does it have to be how like a tie it into graduation or just any movie that was released? Any movie, go ahead. Your call. It's up to your interpretation. Exactly. Okay. You. So I graduated the year of 2012. And it was a year that was an interesting year, to say the least. The world did not end. Yes, because do you remember there was that whole 2012 property? <laughs> Good God, everyone. Which was, does anybody remember that? I do. Everybody, we're freaking out. And then 2020 at what? I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, but anyway, there were so many good movies that came out that year. Like 2012 was probably one of the best movie years ever. Um, because the first one, I'm just saying this for fun. The Avengers came out the year I graduated high school. Anyways, sorry about that. Go on. Um, um, yeah, um, yeah, so The Avengers, this was a fun movie because when I mainly thought of Marvel, I used to think of, like, Spider-Man. I, I may have saw the first Iron Man beforehand, but I never saw the other Marvel movies before I saw The Avengers. Hmm. And then I remember... Like, just sitting through this movie. Sitting through this movie. I was floored of how amazing it was. I was absolutely floored. It was a really good film. It was a really, really good film. And just how amazing. It was the first time I heard an applause in the theater. You know when that was? Which part, Bill? The ragdoll scene. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. The, You're nothing. I when Thor well, not Thor. Loki says to Hulk, who is now back in the MCU as of yesterday. Oh um, yeah. when he goes, You're nothing, I'm a god. Boom, 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 boom. Unigod. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I love that scene. That was like, and the, and the place just stood up and applauded. That was one of my favorites ever. So, anyway, we were, so anyway, that was the so, and just about all of us, all of them coming together. And you know what? Here's where I could tie it in to graduation. Because when, you know, the, this movie came out the year I graduated high school. Um, when, you know, looking into the years in college and the way the world has been, you look at the Avengers here, like people of all differences just coming together. For a greater cause. Yep. To save the world. Yep. And that could be seen in our world. Once you think about it. Oh, my other favorite quote. I have an army. We have a Hulk. And just bashes him around like ragdoll. Exactly. Yes. So yeah, the Avengers. And you know who took me to see it? Justin. Ah, good old Justin. 
And I was like, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm the Avengers. Of 2012. 2012. One of the best, one of my favorite movies of all time. I'll talk about that another day, but definitely. Yeah, he's going to have a giant nerdgasm. I mean, here's the best thing. See their tier ranking for the Marvel movies? It was fun. It was great. That's another one of our- It was amazing. Um, Go watch it. Yeah, it was we the way we ranked them out. This is a conversation for another time, but if you if you listen to it, it's really uh, interesting. So how we we came with how we rank the Marvel films up until like Quantum Mania, right? Yeah. So, but yeah. Um. Anywho, it, what other films? Do you have any other films that came out that year, Bill? Do you yes. remember? Or? There was a another um. Okay, I'm I'm gonna stick to the fun movies. Yeah. Okay. For a moment, and then we're going to get to the somewhat serious ones. Um, one is the movie. One is the movie. Ted. Ted. I forgot about You know what's that. funny? I realized I have both the sequel to the Avengers and Ted in the 2015 thing. So I'm going to let you just take care of it. Cool. I'm, I'm going to talk about Ted. Ted 1 here. I'm not going to talk about Ted 2. Um, it's a great movie. Um, when you hear the sound of thunder, don't you get too scared. Just grab your thunder body and hear these magic words. Mm, you thunder, you could suck my... Mm. You don't scare me, thunder, because you're just God's spot. Um, um, anyway, Seth MacFarlane's first directorial, you know, theatrical debut... And if you've noticed, you know, Seth MacFarlane from Family Guy, because there are some Family Guy cast members like Mila Kunis, Mila Kunis, who voices Meg. Shut up, Meg. Patrick Warburton, who voices Joe. And I remember this movie just. I would say why this movie was important in that year that I graduated high school was because I feel like my sense of humor was kind of changing a little bit For when sure. I was trying to watch films that were more adult. Like, I have an embarrassing confession to make here, folks. I didn't see an R-rated film in theaters till the summer before my senior year of high school. Okay. It's all good, bud. I didn't see an R-rated film in theaters till the summer before I graduated high school. That but, that's a good show for us, by the way. I'm going to put that on the list. Our first R-rated movie experiences. I don't remember mine, so unfortunately, I will not be in that one. Oh no! But anyway, anyway go ahead. Sorry. But anyway, it shows when you start, you know, because I've I've always watched Family Guy, so I was sort of used to the Seth MacFarlane type humor. Because I didn't see it right when it came out of theaters. I waited because I think I got it on DVD for Christmas. And that year, and I think it shows you the evolution of evolving into, you know, bigger things. But also the movie, in a weird way, is about growing up. Yeah. Because for those who haven't seen the movie... Mark Wahlberg's character gets a teddy bear when he's a kid and he wishes the bear was alive and he comes to life 
and they they're best friends forever when they get together it's they're they're just a bunch of losers they're not getting and Mark Wahlberg's character is dating Mila Kunis and I'm just gonna say Mila Kunis's character is just way out of his league is just way out of his league and I really I really love that I really I really the um um when when Mark Wahlberg and Mila Kunis's character come home and they're like and Ted is with um certain women goes well, goes, and this is Sauvignon Blanc. I swear to God, her name is Sauvignon Blanc. So are your Sephon's card. <laughs> and one of the and one of the women took a crap on the on the carpet. But you know, it shows growing up from Ted's perspective too, as you know. As you know, moving out of John's house, getting his own place, getting his own job, finding his own relationship. And my favorite line from the movie, I don't think I should say it on live because it's a little derivative. Okay, how about I just how about I just I'll bleep it out, okay? Sure, go ahead. When Ted is having intercourse with his coworker and and the boss goes, you had you had sexual relations with a co-worker on the photos we sell? Yep. And last week I, with a parsnip. And I, <laughs> and then I sold that parsnip to a family of four small children. Oh my God. And, and then the manager goes, that took guts. We need guts. I'm promoting you. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's like my favorite line of the whole movie um, but yeah it, it's a movie that just gives me a good laugh it just yeah. really does it, it's a funny film what do you guys think have you seen it it's been a while since I've seen it been a while so, Bill, well, you I honestly did not see Ted 2 so I'm probably not going to talk about Ted 2 but, you we can know. talk about Ted 2 when we get there um, Bill, Bill, you're gonna murder me. Why? I have never seen Ted. What? I know. Shame. Shame. Bring it on, Bring it on kids. Okay, ready for the next one? Yeah, good. Okay, and now some of the more serious films. Um, since I'm a big Batman fanatic, here we go. Dark Knight Rises came out the year I graduated high school. The ending of the Christopher Nolan trilogy of, the, of Batman. And you know what? I remember me and Justin, we went to a triple feature of the Nolan Batman movies for that day. They showed all three back to back and you just stayed in the theater all day? I was there from 6 p.m. and I didn't leave till like three something in the morning. Oh, oh wow. my God. You are determined. <laughs> I could like, never. Like, I remember the, they showed Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, and then The Dark Knight Rises. Um, and 
And that was, and that was cool because I just want to say, I didn't see the dark Knight when it was released in theaters. I waited till I got it on DVD, but I saw, I sat through all, I sat through nine hours of, of Nolan, which is like JT's version of hell, isn't it? Listen, listen, this could be a whole another conversation. I'm not going to make it a whole another conversation, but I am not a, I'm not the biggest Nolan fan. I, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to go into anything else, but what I will say is this, uh, these movies, the three Batman films were critically acclaimed. Of course they were, um, mm-hmm. as, as they should be. I'm not dissing them at all. What I am saying though, is as far as Christopher Nolan goes, his movies typically have a similar tone and style to me. Like you look at Inception, you look at the Dark Knight, you look at what's Opp- Oppenheimer's coming out. Like if you put the trailers back to back and put the films back to back, I mean Oppenheimer hasn't been released yet, but if you look at them back to back, it's like they all kind of look the same in a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit to me at least. Uh I don't think I think it's more of a nitpick personally, but that's just me. Anyways, what were you saying about the Dark Knight Rises? <laughs> okay. I think why I would connect this movie to the year I graduated high school was because you can make some real-life elements into this. Like Bruce Wayne trying to get out of the hole. Bruce Wayne trying to get out of the hole. Like, you know, all of us are stuck in a hole in our lives. And we keep falling, but eventually we get out of it. And it kind of reminds me of a, um, you know, of... Uh, there was a a part when when Batman is talking to Alfred and well Bruce Wayne talking to Alfred. He says he says this great. He says when he says about when he's talking about Catwoman and he's going he's a Oh, you two should change notes over coffee. So you're trying to set me up, Alfred. And he goes, this point, I set you up with a chimpanzee. Because he was talking about how, um, you know, I had one woman for me. And she's gone. Me and then Rachel from The Dark Knight. Mm. Um, and he goes, you lost, but that's all part of living. And that's a life lesson. You all, we do lose people. Whether it be relationship or people pass away. We lose people. And unfortunately, that's a part of life. And and that scene when he talks about, you know, that vision he had when he was in that cafe, I want to say, I forgot where it was. I want to say it was in France or something. Mm-hmm. When he thinks he saw Bruce with a, another woman. And... And yeah, and saying that, okay, he's gone and moved on, but he's still stuck. And, and you know, you know, through the movie, when he starts forming like some sort of relationship with Selena Kyle, and then, or, you know, like the movie, or like that with um, jo- Joseph Gordon Levitt's character, who I, I got him, it was a great addition to the movie. When he go when when he says, Yeah, I basically know you're Batman. He goes, I do. You do. And he goes, and he goes, Listen, 
I don't know why you took the fall for Harvey Dent's death. But yeah, but that really shows how much you can have an impact on someone and people still do believe in you, even you don't believe in yourself. Mm. And then like towards the end when I love this ending scene, like when Bane has that bomb and he's going to drive it out off. Yeah. And Batman's going to fly it out. And Commissioner Gordon goes, "We, who are you? You need to know who I am. Know who I am. And he goes, a hero can be anybody. It could be someone as simple who put a coat on a boy's shoulder and told him the world wasn't over. And he's flashing back to, of course. The Batman Begins, right? Yeah. And then when the bomb goes off, and then when they all think he's dead, and then Alfred is in that cafe again. And he sees Bruce Wayne with Selena Kyle. And, you know, because I think that really shows about moving on and thinking that, it, and that is basically the end of Bruce Wayne's story. That's the end of it. Christopher Nolan's Bruce Wayne. Yes. Exactly. Okay. It's basically the, it's basically, the end. I mean, and when you look at that trilogy in general, it's like it's a beginning, literally called Batman Begins. The Dark Knight is the middle one, and the Dark Knight Rises is the conclusion. It's it's a if you, I I'm waiting for the day where I'm waiting for the day where someone actually makes like a super edit of all three. You know, like Godfather one and two, and they made mm-hmm. like a super edit of that. Imagine if they made a super like super edit of the Dark Knight trilogy. Just as, as one continuous like thing, that'd be crazy. But I don't know. That's just me. That would be intense. Like imagine like a seven-hour movie, but an eight-hour movie, strictly because of all three movies put back to back. That'd be cool. Just saying, someone do that. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So the Dark Knight Rises. This was one of the move. You know, this came out the summer after I graduated high school. Mm. And yeah, there was so many good movies in 2012. I just can't pick one. Nope, not that. In summer, are we doing in general? I think we're just doing in general. Okay. I'm just trying to find movies for you, but hold on one sec. Did you see? Did you see the Amazing Spider-Man? I did, but I didn't see it in theaters. Um, oh, do you want to talk about but, it or no? Yeah, you know, I could say this. It's about, um, I don't what? have to talk about every movie that came out in 2012, do I? No. Um, Just yeah. only the movies that you think are were important to you during that time. Yeah, I, you okay, you know what? I'm going to say Amazing Spider-Man and here's why. Because this was a movie that I was dead set against when they first announced it. Oh, of course. Because I I had so much nostalgia of the Raimi movies. I had so much, and I had openly said that I will never watch this movie. But you but did. I'm like, you know, and I keep people go, Bill, you got to watch it. It's really good. I'm like, no. I'm, and then when I, after people twisted my arm, like, I finally sat down and watched it. And I'm like, wow, this is actually good. 
you know, because I think this is a personal explanation for myself because this really shows you that sometimes you just got to give things a try. I tend to agree. And like, listen, I was throwing a fit. I said, you will not watch. I will not watch this. Even if I have a gun pointed to my head, I will not watch this. And what happened? I watched it and I liked it. Was it the greatest thing ever? No. No. I think the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies are better, but. Yep. But no, I kind of liked it. And it really shows you, you know, I like Andrew Garfield. You know, I like Garfield better as. Here's what I say. I like Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker. I like Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. And I like Tom Holland as both. Um, but I really did like the film. And, you know, it really shows you don't be stubborn. Open the door. Open the gate. And try new things. I agree. You may, it may shake you a little bit and you may, like I said, I downright refused to watch this at first. Yeah. Then once I, maybe because I just held on to the Sam Raimi movie so much. And I said, you know what? It's time to try something new. And And, you know, I really enjoyed this movie. Okay. Okay, let me do one more. We're going to do one more. One more. So Go ahead. About four to five each then, give or take. Yeah, for 20. Yeah, this is for my high school year. Okay. Should I get my college to, years yeah. or should we do that like in another round? We can do that another round because I know for me it's like it's making me think which ones to pick. And it's like, oh, gosh, because I okay. know that some are probably going to be inappropriate for my year. So. Okay. Like, I'll put on. There are, there are, um, there are, um, okay, God, there's two movies, but I'm debating which one I want to talk about. There's two I want to talk about, but I don't know which one. You know what? Let me just not do ball, do ball. We'll do both, but I'll make it quick. Sure, go ahead, bud. Okay, this might be a weird one. The first one is Lincoln. The biographic of Abraham Lincoln. With, by Steven Spielberg. With Daniel Day-Lewis, correct? Yes. And you know the reason why I picked this? Why? It shows you, folks. It shows you the stuff you didn't learn in school. Yeah. Like, you know what? Because I always showed, like, this movie, like, just changed my outlook. Because I actually saw this movie Thanksgiving break of my freshman year of college. And because I was really into U.S. history, and I thought I'd give it a watch. And you know what? It really shows you the stuff that we've been taught in high school. I'm not saying it was fake, but a lot of it was romanticized. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when we see Lincoln, we see 
four score and seven years ago. Right. But here, I think what was so great about this movie of, you know, why I think it's important to kind of open my eyes is we see more Lincoln the man, not the myth. Like, and I think why this movie is important because it was really my introduction into real history, not just the stuff that was taught in school. Interesting. Not just the stuff that was taught in school. Like, we weren't taught about, you know, you know, I wasn't taught about the, you know, the, like we were taught about the fight for the 13th Amendment, but not how much it, you know. Right. All right. Of how much it was really. Yeah, it, it's the stuff they don't teach you in school, folks. So. But yeah, and that's why I put that on my list, because it was the movie that really opened my eyes to a lot of U.S. history. Um, yeah, and my last one is Les Miserables. Because, and here's why. Because the film really made me kind of open my taste a little more, if that makes sense, to art and culture. Oh, yeah, totally. This was more based on a musical, and I wasn't just the, meh, I just want to watch Batman. Meh, I want to watch the Yankees. Meh, I want to watch Spider-Man. Right. I wanted to watch, you know, like this was, you know, this was a movie that really makes you change your palette in films. And... It's a long one. Do not get me wrong. You watch this, you're in for the freaking long haul. But, and it really makes you explain to different, not just different forms of culture, but also different forms of filmmaking as well. And expose yourself. Expose yourself to new things, folks. It's, it's fun. It's good for you. It's good for you. It never hurts to try. Never hurts to try. Okay. I think we're done. All right. I throw it over to Miss Wiener. Yep, it's me. I'm starting to work on my list because I realized there has been too many movies that came out in 2015. And I'm oh going God. with the five. I had to pick. I It's a lot of them and a lot of them. Honestly, some of them I haven't seen. Some it's like, really, why is it on there? So I'll do the quick shout outs to the ones that were on the list I was going to talk about, but just not going to talk about. We're not going to talk about the SpongeBob movie. Uh. <laughs> we're not going to talk about the remake of Cinderella. Oh my God. We're not. Sadly, we will not be talking about Ultron because I do not remember, remember Ultron as well as I should. Right. We're not going to talk about Jurassic World. <laughs> Again, don't remember that one as well. I remember that one. We're not going to talk about Hunger Games. Oh, the ending to Hunger Games. And we are definitely not talking Fifty Shades. Sorry, that is too inappropriate for children. Yeah, we try and keep the show as PG-13 as possible. Not R or X. Just letting you guys know. (laughs) I I mean, first off, I'm going to go on a quick rant. Why would you put the Fifty Shades film series in theaters? Oh my god. 
Seriously. Children go into these theaters. Well, guess what? What? If you think it's inappropriate for your children, don't take your children to it. What is Fifty Shades teaching our children? I mean, we know what it is teaching them, but we should not mention it. You know, the book that all middle-aged, that all our mothers probably read around this time. Yeah. All right. Let me begin. Where do I start with the five movies? I have definitely got it down to five movies. So I am going to start with probably the two that are not the animated ones because three out of five of them are animated. Yep. So I'm actually going to start with the one I just saw this past spring break. I'm going to talk about Creed. Oh, good choice. Go on. What do you got? So, I mean, from what we know about Creed, it's pretty much a story about Apollo's son, Adonis, actually getting, actually pursuing his career that his family, that his father went through and realizes he has boxed across the country. He boxed in Mexico. And it's like, I guessing he's trying to get himself out of that comfort zone. Like trying to figure out where he belongs, which again is the theme for high school graduates. The being belong. Where do you belong in life? Exactly. From there. So we so Adonis goes to Philly to find the one person who had faced and has trusted his father. No one other than Rocky Balboa who's also in a fight for his life too, trying to figure out who he is while finding out he's battling cancer Mm. at the same time. And it's also, I guess, the theme of helping each other out in a way. Like Creed helped Rocky with his fight with cancer. Rocky helped Creed with his first big match against... I forgot who, who that British guy was. We'll just call him the British guy because I can't remember either. I mean, yes, spoilers. Although Creed lost, it just proves that this is where he belongs. And yes, it's okay to fail, people. You know what you do when you fail? Try again. You know what fail stands for? What? First attempt in learning. That's exactly what it is. You're failing, you're learning. It's not that if you're failing, you're failing, that you're done for. Just learn. Learn your mistakes and get better at it. All right, so that's the first one. The other one, oh, let me get to Matthew. 12 years later, after the prequel of the series. We finally get the sequel of Star Wars. They hate the sequel nobody wanted. Force Awakens. Hmm. Which again talks about the theme of belongingness when you come to Rey. Who's trying to figure out who she is in this world. And also talking about the struggles that had happened with the First Order coming in to play 
and pretty much taking their leads. I'm trying to think of how to word this. I'm sorry, you guys. This is all like last. Forgiven. <laughs> but it's a lot of, I could definitely tell you with Star Wars, you could definitely see a lot of struggling in this. Struggling to find your ground, struggling to rebel like Poe. Not Poe, but like Finn. And with parents, like Han Solo, realizing what's best for your child, because you're going in the parents' sense. And did you raise your kid right? And look what happened to his son, Kylo Ren. Unfortunately. Exactly. Of you guys. Yeah. Anything else for The Force Awakens at all? Or? I will say, I think that's the only Star Wars sequel that I actually like. Hmm. Then you need to watch Mandalorian. I do. I'll get on it. That's the better. Show. No offense. No offense. Mandalorian is better than this. Okay. All A right. lot of the Star Wars shows are pretty good. That's conversation for another time. So. All right. Next up. We're going into the three animated. I'm gonna start with the Peanuts movie. Do, 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 yes, JG, that came out the year I graduated high school. I forgot about it though. That's so I oh man. I know. And again, we're going with back to the whole where do I belong situation when you come to Charlie Brown, which we know in the comics, and for I don't know, 60, 70 years now. Yeah. Where do you belong? What are you supposed to be? To go on. Good pick. Or as the Breakfast Club says, writing an essay describing who you think you are. And we see with definitely Charlie. I mean, we know he wants to try to impress the little red hair girl. Yes, they do. <laughs> of course, love does exist. Yes. In an elementary school. And they even also they had works book reports in elementary school and they do in high school. I mean, who would give a fourth grade class a book report on war and peace? Yeah, you raise a good point there. I will say that. <laughs> okay. I thought I struggled with the Scarlet Letter in junior year of high school. I would die if I had to read War and Peace in fourth grade. Mm. Wouldn't you guys? Yes. Uh, duh, I would be, I don't know how I'd react to that. I have my fourth, fourth, fifth grade. Hey, you're going to read War and Peace. What? <laughs> what is War and Peace? What's War and Peace? It's a 500. No. Like, have you ever seen that? Um, it's crying. Have you ever seen, um, and this is a very forgotten special called Happy New Year, Charlie Brown. Yes. And that's in the, um, you know, they read the, um, that's just, uh, we got to be war and peace over Christmas break. I don't think you could, okay. I'm sorry. I think that teacher needs to be fired. Like, do you expect a bunch of nine or 10 year olds to read a, how many pages is war and peace? Alexa, how many pages is war and peace? War and peace by Leo Tolstoy is 1,100 pages long. 1100 pages long. 1100 pages. How could you do that? Okay. So, place? you expect a nine year old 
a nine or 10 year old to read a 1100 page book in a week. That's beyond college right there. Good luck. <laughs> and then at the end when he like BS us through his book report and he goes back to school and he goes, yeah, she said it. I got a D. She looks like it was. It looks like it was. Um, she said it looked. The teacher said it looked like it was written on the last night of Christmas break. And I congratulated her on her figuring it out. But did you hear our new assignment? Now we have to read Crime and, and Punishment. No, <laughs> guys. How many pages is Crime and Punishment? Ask Alexa, how many pages is Alexa? How many pages is Crime and Punishment? Crime and Punishment by Fyodor Dostoevsky is 557 pages long. Okay, easier than War and Peace. That's 557 pages. Well, again, think of it this way. Why? Why? Pretty much that is just mainly the whole focus is about Charlie Brown. And in the end, he finally gets to be accepted for who he is. Although he has made mistakes like all of us. It didn't stop him from getting exactly wow getting to where he wants to be he went with goal orientation he helped a little redhead girl with his paper yes mm. he kept this he kept the girl's chewed up pencil weird he somehow passed the i don't know how he passed a board exam or something a state exam mm. I don't know. And there's a cute thing about Snoopy making his own novels, which again, be creative no matter what. Even if it takes place in World War One. All right. Next is actually the Minion movie, too. Not I the first, the fourth them. Minion. Where we get the origin stories of who they are and like the past for life. They've been trying to find the one. I mean, they are technically followers, not leaders. But in a way, they are leaders, too. By figuring out. I guess you can compare this to jobs. Let's put in these words. Hmm. And compare this to college. Your boss is going to be your job or college. And you're trying to find the right one. Even if it takes a millennium. You might realize there's going to be some negative experiences with your boss. In this case, your boss. With your job. As in trying to overthrow the Queen of England. Rest in peace. Mm -hmm. But end up realizing all there are other ways to go about it. I mean, and in the end, you find out where you belong. What is the best job for you? Hmm. Even if it is even if it is working for a kid, aka grew. Because you build a meaningful relationship with him if you see in the sequels on then Despicable Me. Although, yes, they're annoying and addicting to watch. They prove a point for for high school graduates and even college graduates, too. Mm-hmm. All right, and the last one I definitely want to talk about is Inside Out. Ooh. This was the movie I saw 
in my first year in college, I cried. I admit to that. But it's about the importance of growing up. It's about the importance of having these emotions intact and not just bottling it in. And dealing with those emotions. You deal with them all the time. Regardless of what you do. And the best lessons we learned is it's okay. It's okay to feel this way. Let it happen. There will be people out there who will support you. I remember when we saw this, when they were showing it in college. Remember, Ali, you and I went? We went with a couple of our other friends. Shout out to Micah. And of course, I don't know if he was here or not. I'm going to shout him out anyway. Guess who it is? Dr. Matt Hemsley. Dr. Matt Hemsley. We don't remember if he was there or not. We're going to shout him out anyway. You know why? Why? Because we can. Because he's Dr. Matt Hemsley. Shout out to Dr. Hemsley. He's a good friend of ours. Not just Dr. (laughs) Last name like a butler. (laughs) He's a Dr. Butler. Oh, yes. Remember, he's Dr. Matt Hemsley. Okay. He's Dr. Matt Hemsley, PhD. Speaking of PhDs, you know who I miss right now? What? Mr. Dr. Professor Justin, PhD. <laughs> um, we miss you, Justin. Please come on as soon as possible. We will find you and we will and we will put and we will follow you in the movie taken. You okay. will be taken. All right, continue. All right. I mean that's a lot to say. Like I mean, I know there is a sequel coming out, and I'll probably try to do a reaction to that with the 2024s, aka the next time I graduate college for the second time in a row. Yes. Which, unfortunately, I will not be talking about tonight. Because we Uh, don't know what's going to happen in 2024. Right, guys? Who knows what's going to happen? Yes, anything can happen. I mean, probably the most upsetting scene, which I I pretty much cried, was when Bing Bong died. And I'll be honest, this is something I'm dealing with now, is my memories. Like, I'll be honest, with some of the movies... I've mentioned, I forgot a lot of them. And it's not just that. It's like a lot of my past, I've forgotten. It happens. It happens. Yeah. So. Like, and maybe. Honest, I don't even remember my childhood pretty well. And maybe there are some memories that are just better worth not remembering. It's life. Actually, there's some memories that should be forgotten. Yeah. Okay. No, I did. I really did like Inside Out. I can't wait to see how the sequel goes. I'm very curious to see how it goes. I know they just Pixar did release a few days ago the other movie Elia. We'll we'll talk about that when we come to 2024. Yeah. All right, but that is it for me for the 2015. So I'm gonna hand it over to JT to talk about 2016. Yes. So for those of you keeping track at home, I am the youngest one here. It is just the truth. You know what? I'm sorry, I have the middle kid syndrome, so. It's all good. Oh, it looks like I'm the oldest. Bill, it's okay. We love you anyways. But you know Uh, what? It shows the diversity of years, though, of when we all. Yeah. You know, of our ages. It shows that we're just very all. Old. 
that we're no that we experienced different things in our existences in our lives like i remember uh, two years ago um and this is like just a quick thing and then i'll throw it over to jt um when jt was on this trip exploring this great land of ours yes in 2021 correct and me and justin took over and you were probably regretting every moment of it i watched it live you're like, oh god, I can't believe I let I I let Bill in I I put Bill in charge. Um, maybe that happened. Can't confirm or not. No, I'm just kidding. But I remember um we we were talking about the top ten jokes in kids shows that we didn't get as adult jokes that we didn't get as kids. Yep. Because I remember before that I was telling you about the show Rocco's Modern Life and you've never seen it. it it's it's interesting how because there's a four-year age difference between you and I, three years between me and Allie. Uh, it really shows right. you how significant three or four years can really be. Absolutely. Four. Really shows you. Okay, I yield. All right, he yields. 2016, we had some very, I would argue some of the, it's hard to, Okay. I remember a bunch of movies that came out that year, a, a good handful, but I'm only going to stick to the ones that I remember the most because of the mainly because yes, I was graduating high school that year and that's the year. I got, excuse me. That's the year I graduated high school. Um, but there were a few movies that truly did stand out to me um, as just all around, like mainly because of this all around incredible theat- theatrical epics that I remember being in the theater being like, oh my God, I'm watching this. Oh my God, I'm watching that. Oh my God. You know what I mean? The first one was Deadpool. Deadpool one came out in 20. No, no, no. It came out in 2016. I have never had, this doesn't really relate to like, you know, graduating high school per se, but like it came out the year I graduated high school. I was in February of that year. It was Valentine's day weekend too. I, could not believe the theatrical experience I had with this movie. It still to this day reminds me about how you can go into basically any movie and have the crowd around you. The people around you may have a very similar experience to you because the movie's that funny or scary or weird or on wonder. It's amazing. Deadpool was that experience to me. I saw it actually in the area where the both of you went to school and met uh, believe it or not in that theater there um i'm not telling you where specifically but that theater in that area you know what i'm talking about bill that area that area <laughs> that area where we that are area that area who are they who are they bill and there's some weird people in omaha nebraska what just kidding uh but deadpool was an experience to be seen in theaters for me I had never <laughs> I'm see what this is what I'm talking about. I'm laughing on camera. I laughed so hard in that movie theater that day. And I laugh because you know, opening credits on you're just don't your your cheeks hurt because you were grinning so much. I still think about my experience in that theater watching Deadpool that year. It was hysterical, and you really felt the emotion in the movie. Um, it really is. Uh, yes, it was a hysterical movie that we all remember fondly. But at the end, at the heart of it, it's a revenge movie. If you watch Deadpool, spoilers for the people who haven't seen it. 
if you haven't seen, if you, you watch Deadpool, it really is a revenge movie against this this character Wade Wilson going after his arch nemesis, which is Ajax because he's named after the dish soap. I still laugh at that joke hysterically. Oh my god, I love it. But yeah, Deadpool. I don't want to go off on it too much, but Deadpool was one of those movies for me that I had the time of my life saying I'm watching this and I love it. It was honestly a trip and a hysterical movie. And the audience reaction in the theater that I saw it in, I saw it actually with our video game correspondent and and our mixed bag viewer, uh, my dear friend Andrew. You know him, you love him. He's Asm of Earth on YouTube. Check him out. Hi, Andrew. He is great. He's come on and done E3 content with us. Check him out as well. Listen to our podcast when that stuff comes around too. But I saw it with him, and we both were nearly pissing our pants laughing. It was so funny. You know what favorite lines I remember from that movie? What? Why don't I just sew your mouth shut? <laughs> exactly. Ooh, not a good idea. Yeah. Just don't make and, the supers are green or animated. <laughs> or remember what's your name? Megasonic Teenage Warhead. That name is awesome. That name is awesome. And <laughs> then I love it. And then come, we must see Professor. <laughs> oh, you gonna take me to Stuart McAvoy? Damn, these alternate timelines are so confusing. It was great. Oh my! The screenplay was brilliant. This Bloody is brilliant! One of those movies. I had to wait until I got it on DVD to see it. Yeah, because I wanted to see it when it came out, but I was in school at the time. Yeah, and it was like near impossible for me to get time to see it. Right, and but I do. I did. I remember watching it. I was laughing. Like Justin would text me every week. Did you watch it yet? Did you watch it yet? Did you watch it yet? And then when I finally watched it, he's like, oh my God, wasn't it great? I'm like it was. So yeah, yeah I thought I liked the Deadpool too. Yeah, Deadpool was honestly like, just, I mean, I, I can go on about it. We, we, we did a Deadpool movie commentary as well. Check that out as well. It was just so, okay, it's awesome. It's on our YouTube channel. But yeah, bottom line, Deadpool was a movie that came out that year. And I still have very fond memories of being in that theater saying, oh my God, I'm watching this. <laughs> this is brilliant. I kind of I kind of want to show my grandfather Deadpool for the fun of it. Why not? You know? <laughs> oh God. I, I was wondering my, my grandmother, God rest her soul. I was wondering if I showed that movie to her, she would probably have a stroke. She might have a stroke. She might. Hey, oh, I, I showed side tangent here. Yeah. I showed my grandmother the movie Inglorious Bastards. Oh, Bill. <laughs> and she was very, she said she wanted to watch. I'm like, okay. And then she's like, my 80-something-year-old grandmother is like, what the hell was that? <laughs> that's, that's funny. Um, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. My, my first pick was Deadpool. Uh, what other movie? Oh, yeah. So I don't have any memories of it, but I'm, I'm going to touch on it anyways. But Captain America Civil War came out that year. Oh. <laughs> that was, I mean, the marketing for that movie was crazy. Like They marketed it as, like a, as, a, as a Civil War movie. And yet, the Civil War part of it was like literally the third act. No, I was a great movie overall. Don't get me wrong, but it was like you know that was the big part of it. So, um, but yeah, I just want to mention it really quick. 
Uh, I remember that. And and this is coming off the heels of, I know I'm going backwards for a second, but like my hype for this next movie was so unrealistically crazy because I was so excited about it. You have no idea, but Batman v Superman. Mm. I mean, whatever you think, whatever you, the listener and the viewer think about this movie, think of it as you will. Um, If you watch plug if you watch the extended edition the r-rated extended cut it's actually better than theatrical cut a lot i pay i i put the that cut of it like as an eight out of ten the r-rated cut is really really good the theatrical cut not nowhere near as good as that because they had to cut some stuff out whatever right but that extended cut is really good i recommend that one personally and uh, despite whatever you may think about the movie that extended cut does the film redemption but i remember being in the theater wearing a batman sweatpants with a Superman t-shirt and everyone's like, oh, look what that guy's going to go see, right? He's going to go see that movie, of course. I mean, I remember watching and being like, you know what? It wasn't as great as I thought it was going to be, but I still enjoyed what I saw. I still enjoyed seeing Batman fight Superman on the big screen. I still enjoyed it for what it was worth. Well, like I said, was the theatrical cut great? No. Was it good? No. No, not really. Uh, would I recommend the extended cut to everyone? Yes, absolutely. If you want, if you still want to see a Batman and Superman movie, we got one. And honestly, if you watch the extended cut, that's the one I recommend to all of you uh, who listen to us and watch us. But yeah, Batman v Superman. I remember watching that in theaters, being like, "Oh my god!" It's like so a lot. It was a lot going on in the movie. Um, it did it did evolve into like the Justice League characters that we got now and stuff like that. But still, it was I enjoyed it for what it was worth. But like I said, I, I prefer the extended cut over the theatrical cut. Um, yeah, that was Batman vs Superman, Captain America: Civil War. What other movies did I see that year? Um, saw Civil War. Saw um, oh, how can we forget about this one? But Benedict Cumberbatch's in, in, introduction to the. Uh, MC was Doctor Strange. Ooh. Ooh, I, saw, I, I, saw, I saw a lot of superhero movies that year. I will say that. This one was so fascinating. I was very curious to see Doctor Strange in theaters because the director was a horror movie director. His name was Scott. I think Derrickton directed it. He was the guy who directed like Sinister and The Exorcism of Emily Ray. He was a horror movie director. How is it that all the Doctor Strange movies were directed by horror films? Directors. Well, because the character, the nature of the beast, and the nature of the characters that he, he, you know, it, it fit. I could see that fit more than most of the people because I know that if Justin was here, he would clarify. But the comic book, Doctor Strange is like almost like Marvel's version of like magic, Marvel's and magic and mysticism and whatnot. That's what Doctor Strange is, and I feel like Scott Derrickson did a fantastic job with this movie. The very first one, Doctor Strange, twenty sixteen, was a great great addition to the mcu um and it was a work of art i mean visually it was spectacular good god it really showed what you can do moving forward in the mcu anything is possible uh doctor strange was a good one. Oh, how could we forget you want to talk about star wars for a second rogue one rogue one did you guys see rogue one at all i did see rogue one i really enjoyed I it did. i didn't really like it okay i, I thought it was okay and I thought the ending was pretty cool. Uh, if Andrew, my dear friend, if shout out to you, if Andrew was on right now, he would literally say that this is his favorite Star Wars movie. 
Good for Andrew. I will argue with him and I will say six will always be my favorite. I agree with you on that. And then an actual episode should be, should be that. But his argument was that this is the best war, war Star Wars movie we've seen. I remember being in the theater like, wow, this is great. And it ended right where the first one started. It was perfect. Perfect segue. How could you not? It was a perfect prequel to Star Wars. Rebellions are built on hope. And then I remember when I saw it with Justin, I'm like, a new hope. (laughs) But um, bang. And then Darth Vader in there again, freaking out over that. It was a really, and Forrest Whitaker was in this too. It was really, I, I enjoyed this quite a bit. I'm glad it made the movie. I'm glad it made the money it made. It really was a, a very enjoyable movie in the theaters. Um, I'm to one of the movies came out that year. Um, well, Kingsman was 2015. So, I mean, that was, that, that's an incredible movie on its own, but I can't really talk about that. By one. the way, JT. Yeah. Manners maketh, maketh men. men. Yeah. So we get to stand around all day. We get to fight. If you, haven't seen Kingsman. Get oh, you on. Can talk about, you can talk about Moana and Finding Dory. I, I didn't see Finding Dory in theaters, and I haven't seen Dory. No, nothing against Finding Dory. I just didn't want to like see it. Truthfully, I didn't really care about it enough to go see it. Uh, it's trolls. So good. It really is good. Is it really? Not okay. as good as Nemo, but it's good. I'll take you. I'll take you. I, I'll take you up on it. I might watch it one day. I'm just for me personally, I didn't really like. Oh, it's Finding Dory. Okay. It's when Dory tries to find her parents. Yeah. (gasps) (sighs) I forgot about this one. Of the movies you've seen, um, I remember when Batman v Superman came out. It was delayed a year. Remember, it was supposed to come out in 2015. A 10-month delay. Yeah, it was nuts. And remember, there was that thing at um, Comic-Con, that guy that said, I'm going to read it. I'm going to have this guy read it because his voice is more epic than mine. Yeah, I remember that. And it was that that quote. Are those from like Dark Knight Returns or something like that? And then everybody just went, and then everyone bananas. bananas. It was just meh. I know, and unfortunately, the movie we got was the movie we got. But like I said, the extended cut. If you can, and if you have a chance to watch the extended cut on H- on Max, or whatever, watch it. It's actually pretty good. Uh, I got two more that I want to touch on really quick. Uh, I, I didn't see Independence Day Resurgence, so I can't comment on it. But I remember it coming out. You know um, what I remember about? I didn't see Independence Day Resurgence, but I remember this. Um, I'm not getting political. I'm just getting topical. That came out the same day when Brexit was voted on. Oh, right, right, right. And, right. and a lot of the people who were proponents of Brexit, they would say, June 23rd, 2016 will be our Independence Day. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I remember that. Yeah. And... And I remember, let this day be our Independence Day! Oh and God. and um, I remember John Oliver did a thing on it. John Oliver, I love you. When he's like, they and the sequel to that movie came out this weekend, which shows the destruction of London, which is actually very appropriate right now. Oh, my God. That's funny. Um, <laughs> um, I actually remember I saw, oh, I saw a couple movies that year. I forget. Uh, well, one I want to touch on, and this might surprise everyone, is Sausage Party. Oh, shoot. Why would you talk about Sausage Party? This is why I didn't talk about Fifty Shades. This is I'm the not... Fifty Shades of Grey for 
children. I mean, the, for young adults. Would you think it's an R-rated animated movie about food. It's by Seth Rogen. What do you expect? I mean, I did a review of it. Put it out on our channel. Check it out. But yeah, the I don't want Great Beyond. Anyways, that's. Well, you know what the Great Beyond is? Digestion. Our stomachs, exactly. Yeah, like you um, know what it is. Um, yeah. I remember I saw this in theaters, and I uh, was, I remember Justin and I saw it, and at the end we're like, I saw it too. What is this? I know it's just a very weird movie, <laughs> very strange. But have food if it comes to realization that we eat it, ridiculous. It was funny though. It's kind of an R-rated, like you know. It was a parody of animated movies for kids, which is funny. Um, anyways, uh, there's that one. Um, oh, what was it? Oh, yeah. Uh, back to the super movies. X-Men Apocalypse. I thought it was okay. Do you guys remember this? Yes, I saw it in theaters. I do, too. I actually enjoyed it. Oh. For what no, it was I worth. I didn't see that one in theaters. It was, it was good. It was not great. It was good. Um, I recommend you check it out if you haven't seen X Men Apocalypse. I mean, Olivia Munn and um, they had the Four Horsemen of Magneto, Psylocke. It really, it was really emphasizing like a lot of um, the the uh, the apocalypse was coming, the age of apocalypse and stuff. It was really, I was excited about it. I was excited. It delivered to some extent. It was all right, but I remember seeing that one. I mean, Days of Future Past is phenomenal. One of the best comic movies of all time. I will say that I love that movie to death. So that movie five times in theaters. I saw X Men: Daisy Future Past five times in theaters, Bill. Really, you saw it five times in theaters? Kid, you not five times? Twice with my grandfather. I got him out of the house. Um, all right, X Men: Apocalypse. Um, what else was there? I went to the movies a lot that year. I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, how could we forget? Me being me, Star Trek Beyond. Mm. People I forgot about forget that. about that again. I'm a I'm a Star Wars person, not a Trekkie. Totally fine. Totally. Fine. I love both. I love both. But um, this movie was incredible on so many levels. And yet they haven't made a sequel yet to it. I'm surprised. There was supposed to be one coming out later this year or next year. And they delayed it. Paramount Pictures, do yourself a favor and get on Star Trek 4 and 5 and just shoot them back to back, for Christ's sake. Instead of being like, let's wait three years. You got to strike while the iron's hot, guys. And the, the iron's starting to get really cold. What's that? Strike it when it's hot. Exactly. Star Trek Beyond was a joy to see in theaters. I love this movie so much. So I'm not in a name drop who this person is, but I, my girlfriend, I, I haven't showed her the new Star Trek movies yet, but we, we're, we're going to watch Star Trek, Star Trek 2009, Into Darkness and Beyond back to back. And she's not going to be uh, resisting to that. I will say that <laughs> she's going to see him. But Star Trek Beyond, a fun, fun, fun Star Trek movie. Such a story driven with action in it. It was fantastic. I love this movie. I digress. Um, what else did I see there? And I said, um, I think that's about it. Did I, I've done any, any others I saw. I didn't see Independence Day Resurgence. I did not see. I saw Sausage Party. We touched on that. <laughs> I I also saw um that. Yeah, we, we I, I wonder where Ali went, but um, Fantastic Beasts I saw in theaters. I'm here. I got hungry. It's you all know, good. You also saw, and you said you saw Captain America Civil War that year. 
Yeah, that was back which in was Miami. another movie I wanted to see. I saw it in theaters like a few weeks after it came out. Like, yeah. I just want to tell us. Was No, I went to. No, when I remember, I was I was home that weekend. Oh. From school, um, I was home that weekend from school, and. I remember I wanted to go see it. It was like on a weekday. I was I wanted to go see like a four o'clock showing, but I had I was gonna, but I had to go meet with my, yeah. I had to go meet with a group for a project. They sprung it on me at the last minute. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go over to what you gonna call it. Um, hmm. I'm gonna go over to the theater and go see Civil War. And then they text me like, oh, we have to meet today for other project. Crap. Oh, that sucks. Um, really quick, Allie, are you a Harry Potter fan? Not a big Harry Potter fan. Okay. I, uh, anyways, I'll, I'll make this quick. I saw the first Fantastic Beast movie. There you go. End of discussion. Uh, it was good, but then it started to lose the money, so they're stopping. Stopping. They greenlit six movies of this, and then they're like, "All right, we got to stop doing that because I'm starting to lose money." So, uh, it's not bad. It's like prequel Potter stuff. It's before Harry Potter is so you born. You don't need six movies for it. They announced they're going to do Fantastic Beasts one through six. That was a big. Is that movie. even a book? It was the. It was based on the textbook of the Harry Potter, the Harry Potter using class. You know what I mean? Because this guy Eddie Redmayne, I forget if I forget the character's name. Eddie Redmayne's character plays. Uh, he wrote. He wrote the textbook on how to defeat. You know certain creatures and whatnot. Harry Potter, I, I I like Harry Potter a lot. It's part of my childhood, and my family loves Harry Potter. So yeah. Um. Anyways, but that's really. I mean, we don't really talk about Potter much on this channel. I just want to touch on it. But yeah, uh, I did see a lot of movies that year. I'm trying to think what else I saw. Yeah, because I no no offense, buddy, but I feel like you don't you didn't really see like a lot of movies back then because I feel like you would kind of dig more into movies from you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From like no. more of the classic movies, you know what I Correct. mean? Correct. And at the same time, I want my my big thing was that's just a plug for what I do here on the Super Review Show. Now it's more of out of the theater reactions instead of anything else. I actually go to the movies now, and we do out of theater reactions on our YouTube channel. Uh, whereas back in the day, I would go to the movies, wait to sleep till the next day, and then do the review of it later that night or the next day, and put it up on the channel. But I tried to align it so like every year we talk about like at least eight or nine reviews on the channel. And now I, we do that now without a theater reactions. It's a little bit different, but still. Um, but I, I, I try to go to the movies as much as I can because I love going to the movies. It's a great experience. I love doing it. That's just me. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, I digress. Uh, anything else for 2016? I think we're good with 2016. Did you, did you get Moana? I saw Moana. I saw. I, did, I like Moana. It was very good. I saw it in theaters. It was really, really, really good. I know you're probably saying, why did the J-Man see Moana in theaters? I don't know. I just did. I felt like seeing it. It was good. I, I enjoyed it. Way. Moana what? is about growing up. It's about figuring out who you are. It's about exactly. going, seeing how far you go in life. Yeah. Exactly. 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 That's how it's supposed you're to welcome. be. welcome. What do we say except you're welcome? welcome. Oh, yeah. For being the ones creating the thumbnails. 
Anyways, let me say you're welcome for being on this show today. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's, it's a great movie. And then plus the Dwayne Johnson, you're welcome, is like a big... Uh, all I heard they're doing a reboot to it. Not reboot. They're doing a remake of it, live action. Uh, seriously, Disney, just come up with some new ideas, please. Yeah, like come with the more like live action adaptations of how your company was founded like Instead saving of, you know like saving mr banks was great come on just saying i digress okay so do we want to touch upon college years real quick Allie, or do you think it's um that's all folks it's up to you guys i mean i know i have stuff for 18 okay i'll think of why don't you go first so i can think of stuff for 17. we'll go back to 17, but 18, I do have a couple shout-outs. Yes, okay. there's another Fifty Shades movie. And again, go back to earlier, and I'll explain why about Fifty Shades. Yeah. These are the ones I'm just shouting out, because I'm going to talk more of the important ones. Of course, you got your Tony, not your Tony, your Oscar-nominated movies, Bohemian Rhapsody, A Star is Born, and Mary, Queen of Scots. All really good movies. You also got some good Disney movies. Are, again, Incredibles 2. And yes, a reboot of Mary Poppins. Not a reboot, a sequel to Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins Returns. But I'm going to talk about, actually, in this one, I'm talking about six because I have like two of them that really like, I didn't want to give up any. So I'll go with the one that I was going to give a shout out to, but I decided not to, is On the Basis of Sex. Oh, yes. The movie about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And graduating from the college, a bill and I have graduated. It just proves that you can do anything. Exactly. And you, and don't let anybody stop you from doing anything. Absolutely. Do your research, people. Do your research and prove yourself why you are on top. Yes. Why you're the best around. And why you ended up getting the 96-3 vote to become a Supreme Court justice. I'm the best. Oh, Nothing's going to happen. Thank you, Dad. All right. Now I'm going back in order. We cannot talk about 2018 without talking about Black Panther. The first one. Rest in peace, Chad. We close movie. We miss you. I know. I mean, I don't remember the the main plot, the like the, some of the side stuff, but like it is about belongingness with T'Challa and with his cousin Killmonger. Hi, Auntie. <laughs> Played again by the great Michael B. Jordan. Of course. How do I always start with Michael B. Jordan? Good actor. Great actor. <laughs> Mainly about struggling to be on top. Figure out He's how trying to live up your... to your family. He's trying to live up to his father yep love to your mother too mm. and probably the best army around the Dora Malai if I'm saying that right all good all females in it are we still in Black we're Panther talk about you? Black Panther we might as well talk about Infinity Wars too A.K.A. my favorite Marvel movie of all time. Hot damn. Not Endgame. This one. 
And this pretty much wow. shows again what happens when you're defeated and how do you struggle with the grief of loss? Exactly. And yes, people, about two months and two years, two years and two months, oh no, two months ago, the blip has ended. Yes. If you snapped, welcome back. Welcome back. But yeah, mainly you have, again, the heroes dealing with the grief and loss they struggle with. And they ended up going through with struggling towards the end. While Thanos goes for that goal of wiping half the universe alive. Wiping out half the universe for five years. It's restored balance of the universe. And the question is, which universe? I mean, if it was our universe, you know I would survive it. I did I did take the questionnaire if, if I would survive the blip. And guess what? What? I survived. Congratulations. I live. <laughs> All right. Another movie I'm going to talk about is A Quiet Place. Yes, it's a horror movie. This is probably my one of my favorite horror movies. But it's about survival, which is something these, which is something our high school graduates had to go through. Survival. In a quiet way. Is to be knowledgeable of how to survive. Yeah, okay, I'm done with ASMR voice. All good. Imagine my no, but if I did do it, I'd be like, okay, now nah, I'll do it later. I hate ASMR, by the way, people. It's annoying. But it's pretty much trying to hold in everything. Pretty much the metaphor of school. <laughs> exactly. That's the best way. You yell, you scream, you make a noise, you die. Now you won't get in trouble. Yeah. But seriously, if you guys like this also, watch a Kanye place. The oh. SNL version of this. <laughs> oh, God. All right. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to save this one for last. We're going to talk about the reboot of The Grinch. Okay. I don't know. I kind of felt like this was a cute movie. For oh, it was all right. Yeah. And it talked about like what happens when you've struggled with loneliness for your whole life True. and the feeling of finally being belonged after decades of being alone. And even though you may be alone this whole time, you actually had somebody, a dog. And also, yeah, because at the end, it's not, it's he just struggled with loneliness. Mm-hmm. His heart did grow three times bigger. I remember there's a meme that comes around Christmas time. But no wonder why the Grinch is, is so pissed off. He's got a guy singing every couple minutes about what a piece of shit he is. Oh, my God. I'll be honest, though, out of the, out of the three Grinch special slash movies, this one had the best relationship with French and Max. Okay. 
I could see that because it was more like I don't think they made the Grinch as mean as like in the other ones in this movie. No, more struggling, more fussy. They made him more misunderstood than. Yeah. Which is what some people feel. Well, don't let yourself be misunderstood, people. No, as they say, why, why fit in? You were born to stand out. True. And I finally, I saved this one for last. We got to talk about the Spider-Verse. The first Spider-Verse. The new one was awesome. Yes, please go see that one. I haven't seen it yet, but I will see it eventually. Spoiler. Stuff happened! Mm-hmm. I feel like though, throughout all my picks, it's about a lot of the same theme is belongingness. Is where do you belong in this world? Came at December 14th, 2018. Jesus. Yep. Yeah. And I'm so glad this won the Oscar for animated movie. I thought it'd be like a summer flick. Nope. This is a Christmas flick. Interesting. It makes it a Christmas movie, Bill. Spider Man No Way Home is a Christmas movie. <laughs> no, like Spider Man. Oh, well, it is, but Spider Man is a Christmas movie. This will be going on our Christmas roster next year uh, at the end of the year. This will be on, on our Christmas bracket, Bill. It's going to win. Spider Verse <laughs> is the best Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Well, you know, we can't even make that argument because it's not even centered around Christmas. That's true. Yeah, it is. It was only released around Christmas. I know. But mainly, we, again, Spider-Man's teaming up. And do you know what happens to the next Spider-Man? Spider-Man's teaming up to fight to kill Spider-Man. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best way to say it. Why not? All right, but that is my picks for... 2015 and 2018. Bill? Okay. Now for the year I graduated college, 2017. Um, Logan. I knew you were going, before I even typed it, you you knew, I knew that was going to happen. You know, because this movie does show the importance of family. Yeah. And it shows that, you know, like how I said with The Dark Knight Rises, how that was the end to this one. Like, this is the end to the X Men. To the X Men, and you know what? what? It, it ends <laughs> in a pretty brutal way. It really does. And the man comes. But anyway, it was a. I will admit it's a depressing movie, but it is real. It took me forever to see this movie. Bill, I saw it in theaters, bro. Well, I wanted to see it in theaters, but something came up. Oh, right. And then I remember I got it on DVD and then I couldn't find my DVD copy of it. So then I went out and bought another copy. And then weeks after I watched it, I found my DVD copy. I'm dead. So, yeah, I now have two copies of Logan. Yay. Yay. Wait, wait a minute. I think I gave the other one away. I don't know. I don't remember. Um... But anyway, um, the movie about one is you know about one chapter ending and another one you know about one chapter ending. Like how when I went from college to the real world, one chapter ended. 
And yeah. And another one, I wonder if you thought this movie was going to be on my list. Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh. Good one. Because even because it shows about, you know, being out in the world, taking responsibility and, you know, being the best with you can be. I There is a part that it, it is a little uncomfortable when Spider-Man is under the rubble and after Tony Stark takes his suit away. It's the right. this be my destiny scene from the comics. Mm. And he's like, come on, Spider-Man. Come on, Spider-Man. Come on, Spider-Man. And, you know, he's like, come on, Spider-Man. Come on, Spider-Man, do it. And, you know, because you know what? It's through, you know, even early when Tony Stark takes the suit away, he goes, I want it to be like you. I want you to be better. You know, it really shows you that when we go through life, we make mistakes. And, you know, we should always try to be better. And learn from our mistakes. And we shouldn't, and we should try to learn and not just assume we know everything. We don't know everything. And, and you know, how this is just someone who's struggling living a normal life and trying to struggle to be Spider-Man at the same time. Like, you know, that's us. It could be struggling, like struggling to juggle jobs, struggling to juggle, you know, relationships. Right. Mm -hmm. Other commitments that we have. And I think, because that's something that when we get out into the real world, um, Okay, what's another one? Apes on horses? Oh, the Planet of the Apes. But Did you see those or no? I did see it, actually, yes. Okay, uh, you don't have to talk about it, I'm just saying. I'm just I will say, it. I really did like it, and I thought it was a really good ending to the franchise. I agree, that one was a good one. And, yeah, but another one... Um, Oh. And how I said with my high school with a historical movie, The Post. Because when I got out into the real world, this is when our it, this is about the real life story of when the when the whatchamacallit, when um when the New York Times released the Pentagon Papers saying that the Vietnam War was unwinnable. And got shut down by the federal government. And then they passed it on to the Post, the Washington Post. And it talks about the story there. And I think why this is so relevant is the old saying, history can repeat itself. Um, because when we, when I graduated and we were entering into this insane world, it really shows you of what we of what was going on. With politics and in the media, I'm not getting into it, but it really shows you that history can repeat itself. Mm. Yeah. And watching this movie, I remember thinking, holy shit, is that happening right now? And yeah. Okay. Was there any really other movie I saw in 2017? Um Okay, I thought of something. 
And I think this will be the last one because I, I, I'm sorry, 2017 wasn't really a memorable movie year for me. You're going to talk about the Power Rangers, aren't you? I'm just kidding. No, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh, gosh. And here's why. Um, if you remember, it was like near the end of the movie when Udon, I forget, I keep forgetting his name, Udon or. Uh, I forgot his name too. Crap. That's the guy who played him too. Watu. Watu, yeah. When the main, because the movie Quill meets his father, played by Kurt Russell. Ego. Ego. His father is evil, and then his father figure, um, Yondu. Um, (laughs) Yondu. Because you know what. There is that scene when Yandu dies and he says to Quill, he goes, about egos, he may have been your father, boy, but he wasn't your daddy. Mm-hmm. You know, because it really, I think maybe it really shows that. I remember because I watched this like a couple weeks before I graduated college. And because it really shows you that family isn't always blood. Mm. It's people you, you know, grew up with. Throughout. You know, because I always say um, we can't choose our blood family, but we can choose the people we call family. Yeah. And, you know, I, through my years in college, I had friends who basically became family. And, you know, knowing that, holy crap, in two weeks, I might not see some of these people ever again. I might not see these people ever again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's sort of the theme in all this. Okay, I think I'm good. I don't remember anything else from 2017, so. You guys are both good? I'm good. Are you good? I mean, again, I can't talk about 2024 yet. Fair enough. Oh, wait, there is one movie I missed when I was talking about the year I graduated high school. 21 Jump Street. And I'll make it quick. You know why? Why? Because it shows that there's life after high school. <laughs> That's true, actually. Yes, because, you know, Chan- Jonah Hill's character was kind of a nerd. Channing Tatum's was like Mr. Big Shot. The real world, that shit doesn't matter anymore. And the reason why I say that, if there is a person out there who's about to graduate high school and you're sitting there thinking, well, these four years were absolutely miserable. I hated every moment of it. Let me just give you an inspiring message here. Your life doesn't end in high school, pal. It it was only four years of your life. It was only four years. Your life is going to get better. The people who made your your life, the people who made your life miserable, one day, as the great Bill Gates once said, be nice to the nerds. You may be working for them one day. Ain't that the truth? You may be work. Be nice to the nerds. You may be working for them one day. I'd um, like to just, Are you good, Bill? I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I think I just want to echo what Bill and close out our podcast tonight uh, by saying one thing really quick. Um, and uh, this has nothing to do with movies, but I'm just gonna. It has something to do with what we're talking about, though, which is graduation uh, from high school. Um, basically, here's the deal. And there's a very famous song. Now I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, 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 going off on a quick tangent for a sec. But there's a there's a song of one of my favorite songs of all the time is "Scenes from the Ten Restaurant" by Billy Joel. There's this part in the song. For those of you who know the song, good for you. There's a part in the song where he talks about the, the Brendan Eddy. The message of that part of the song and is exactly what Bill is talking about. Yes, your four years of high school might have sucked. You might have thrived, but it's not the end of your life. You have plenty of life in you and for the rest of your life you, you listen most people graduate high school when they're 17 18 years old i graduated when i was 17 hard to believe i was 18 yeah 17 so you have your whole life ahead of you you have your whole life ahead of you and you could start a podcast like i did you could do a youtube channel you like build us as well you could you know go invest go get a job go to college it's your life, baby. It's it to quote Bon Jovi now. It's your life. It's now or never, and you ain't gonna live forever. And All you right? know what? Uh, I feel like this is our commencement speech right now. Um, we are. Our I just want to say, <laughs> I just want to say to the class of 2023. Yeah, you're not gonna learn how to win unless you learn how to lose. There are times. Where you're going to feel like you've been kicked down. Yes. But you know what? Keep going. Don't give up. And and there's there there is maybe somebody out there, you know, we said about the whole high school thing. Like, listen, if you had a great four years of high school, good for you. If you if your four years of high school were crap, don't give up. Don't think that this is your life. Only you can make your life better. And and, you know, the day after your high school graduation, get up and say, you know what? It's a whole new part of my life. Whether I'm going into college or going into the military or getting a job. These last four years may have been shit. But I'm going to make these next however years of my life the best I can be. And, and listen, you're going to face trials, tribulations. You're yep. going to face times where you just want to lock yourself in your room and cry and just give up. Don't. Yeah. When you fail, and we said tonight, fail stands for first attempt in learning. You know what? No. And you're going to hear, whether it be from colleges or jobs or relationships, you're going to hear the word no. But you know what no stands for? New opportunities. Absolutely, Bill. And and, you know, in the words of, um, you know, because I had to throw my, my sports hat on here. In the words of Jimmy V, never, ever, what he said when they first made an award for him at the ESPYs, never, ever give up. And, Ali, you have anything to say to this gra- used graduating class? I think I've said a lot already. But I'll be honest, you have a right to struggle. And you have a right to open up about this because everyone has gone through different paths in high school. And like, 
listen, there are different paths to success, but there is no one straight path to success. Absolutely. Some of you are going off to college. Some of you are going off to college. Some of you are going off to the military. Some of you are going to go to community college. Some of you are going to go straight into the workforce. And then some of you need to figure out your lives. But you know what? But that's okay. Okay. If we had everything figured out when we were, everything is going to, you know, paths are going to change. And paths are going to change. There is no one path to success. If there was one path to success, we'd all do it. Yep. We would all be billionaires and not be doing this podcast if there was one path to success. Absolutely. There are multiple paths. There are multiple roads. So all we can say... Get ready to buckle buckle up and take that drive. Congratulations to the class of 2023. Yes, congratulations to all of the graduates of this year, college or high school of 2023. I want to thank Bill and Allie for joining me, as always, for this podcast. We do every Wednesday night live on YouTube first and upload it to podcast form later. Thank you to the both of you as well. All the time, every day, every day. Let's do it. if you like what you've heard and seen here, subscribe to and us. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> exactly. Do it uh, or I will find you. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. Uh, no, don't forget to follow us. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> don't forget to follow us on our social media pages. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Simply at The Super Review Show. And uh, this guy over here. And these two actually have some podcasts they do. or Check out the Sports Insanity podcast on the Sports Insanity Network. Check us out on all platforms. They do a fantastic job. I cannot, I, we do our podcast here and I can't emphasize enough. They do such a great job over there. Seriously. Good job guys. Um, but thank you all for watching and listening. However you enjoyed us tonight. Um, so for all of us here at the Super Show, stay safe. Take, take care. care. And be awesome. And congrats to the graduating class of 2023. You did it. <laughs>